Hi, this is Skip Lackey, and I was in the 1985 horror comedy film Once Bitten, and this is Chris and Scott with the Vampire Movie Minute podcast. Enjoy. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast as we cover the 1985 horror comedy Once Bitten, starring Laura Hutton and Jim Carrey. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast is part of the Radio Horror Network and the Movies by Minute group. Go to moviebyminute.com to check out all the other great Movie by Minute episodes. We begin these five minutes with... Uh, Robin continuing being a good retail associate and ending with Mark's father entering the uh, entering from a jog. We had actually met him earlier in the movie, I forgot. Uh, but this is the first time we'll meet Mark's mom. Um, so she tells the, re- the, the woman she's trying to help to go and try it on. And that woman is played by Nancy Hunter. And other than Kings of New York, this is the only other thing she's in. Oh, wow. Probably just kind of a, an extra. Never really got a breakthrough of any kind. Now, Mark's lying to his girlfriend, Robin. I have used this on a girl who worked in retail. Oh, really? What are you shopping for? Kisses. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I was dating the girl, of course, so... <laughs> there you go. Well, it's a very similar scenario. Right. I did grab her around her waist or whatever and pull back on her lip with my teeth or whatever. And she was just like, stop, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but I didn't bite her enough to cut her lips <laughs> like Mark apparently yeah, does. Yeah, that's, that's not recommended. No, definitely not. Um, she gives him... Um, Oh, she, he says, maybe you shouldn't be so sweet. Yeah, he gives her a kiss, invites her lip, and then uh, insists that he wants to try on black pants. And she's like, well, it's so basically kind of like why black of, of all things. And he's like, that's what I like about them. Because they're black. He's like, oh, all right. Because becoming a vampire makes you want to start wearing black clothes? What? That never makes any I sense. Guess. <laughs> no, never makes sense to me. Um, the countess in the scene is so unbelievably hot. Just, oh my <laughs> yes. god! And and a compl- and just and very mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, like she she does. We not, haven't really like, seen her be mean before. No, definitely not. But she definitely likes teasing Mark. But Jesus Christ, Laura Hutton in the black leather skirt, black leather boots, and black leather jas- jacket with a low cut top on. Holy cow! Yeah, and uh, in sunglasses inside, and still works. Right. Somehow. Definitely. 
the music being played during this scene is from the band Real Life, and according to uh, Wikipedia, because that's always right, they're mm-hmm. still active as of 2020. Yes. Still, still working on it, I guess. Yeah. They're not prolific, per se, but they're still putting out stuff every now and then. Yeah, and 2009 was their final album, but as of 2020, they have a new album out called Sirens. Good for them. I mean, keeping it going. They're all the way from Australia, too, which is kind of interesting. My co-host over at Goth Girl Horror is from Australia. They're from Victoria, Australia. In fact, Australia is one of the uh, first countries to heavily lift their restrictions uh, on quarantine. They also have a website, too. You can go to reallife.com uh, on the uh, official their official website. Maybe this is a band we should have on the show. <laughs> yeah, be worth, be worth a look at them. Yeah, definitely. Um. So Mark is sending all sorts of mixed signals to his girlfriend, who works at what retail store? Were we able to find that? Okay, so the thing that is posted everywhere is called A... It's A period A gear, and I can't find anything. And I'll tell you that this also brings up a, not an unfortunate, but kind of an awkward Google search, which is if you look up A period A gear, the first thing that comes up is Alcoholics Anonymous oh. <laughs> clothing. That sucks. So, I mean, it's, that's so good. probably why the brand never took off. Right, right. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they don't exist. Maybe they were created just for the movie. Um, did you also notice yeah. that in the scene in the in the dressing room? I don't. I didn't really catch it in the in the mansion. But Mark is taller, or Jim Carrey is taller than Laura Hutton. But Jim Carrey is over six feet tall. Yeah, he's he's pretty. He's, he's taller than your average Hollywood leading man. But it's something that they do their best. Usually, they like camera people try their best to hide it. So there's a lot of shots straight on Laura Hutton, and not too many of them side by side, so you can see the height difference. Right. She says to him, forever is just what I had in mind. Yes. That should be on a wedding cake. (laughs) Yes. And uh, she's tossing back ugly sweaters right as soon as they land in the dressing room. Um, And he's like, please don't bite my buttons. And Robin hears Mark yell out and she turns around and he's laid out on the floor and the countess slips away Right behind Robin's back, she doesn't notice somebody or even feel the presence of somebody behind them. I can feel when someone's staring at me from a distance. I I know it's maybe you could chalk it up to kind of uh, glamoring of some sort. I mean, she she was able to hide in that dressing room and not be seen in the mirror, so there's that. But yeah, the notion that she's just able to slip past, even grab grab a handful of Mark's butt, and then just walk away like nothing happened is kind of amazing. How they do the, heard... how they do the mirror thing is basically it's not really a mirror, it's just glass and that you're looking into what you think is the reflection, but it's actually another room. Yeah. Correct. Just a rep- replicate replicated version of the room. Correct. Um I love her line, which is basically her best line in the movie. She's young, she's sweet, and she's pissing me off. <laughs> Yeah, she's sweet. She's pissing me off. She also calls Robin. I've and this is I'm marking this because this is the first time I've heard this phrase used about a, like a teenage girl. Which she calls Robin a little twerp. I have never heard that said about a woman, let alone like a teenage girl. I will have to start using that when I describe people I deal with because I do work in uh, 
certain um, atmospheres sometimes that I have to deal with some people that piss me off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then she's apparently so angry that she just shoves an old woman to the ground. Oh my god, that's the best scene in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's, just, she's just like, alright, I'm going to shove this old lady into a clothing rack. I okay, think, I guess we're doing that. I think that old lady is not really old lady, though. I heard that is, like, that's actually a guy. It's probably a stunt person, but just the the sight of the wig and, like, somebody who could be, you know, a cast member from the Golden Girls falsely like, getting flung into a rack is it's quite an image. But I believe someone has told me before that is definitely a guy uh, dressed up uh, for the stunt performing. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Laura can I mean, actually I, I shove will... somebody who could take it and not, um, you know, not not uh, not be hurt. There's four people on the stunt team, Paula Dell, Bernie Pock, James Winborn, and Michael John. Yeah, I think it, it, from the look of it, I can't tell if it's a man or a woman, but the person is clearly wearing a wig, so it's definitely a performer of some sort. Right. Paula Dell lived from 1926 to 2017 and died at the age of 90. Dang. And she was in stunts for a long time. Her final movie she was in stunts for was Mystery Men in 1999. Oh, I love that movie. I have a sweet, I have a soft spot for that movie. But guess what television series in the in the mid 70s that was her big claim to fame for stunt work? Oh, what was it? Charlie's Angels. Of course. That's yep. That's probably. I mean, honestly, there probably weren't too many women who, or too many roles for stunt women at that point in time. So that's a good one to get. Bernie Pock lived from 1963 to 1996, and he was the stunt coordinator or stuntman in such famous productions such as Die Hard, the very Brady sequel, Star Trek Generations, <laughs> Back to the Future, and Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. So, oh, man. not all good movies, but most of them were. <laughs> <laughs> some, some definite classics in there. He was also the stuntman in My Best Friend is a Vampire. Then we have James Winborn, who is, according to IMDb, still alive today, and he was the stuntman in Escape from New York, Tron, The Fog, and Halloween, so definitely had a long career with John Carpenter. Yeah, it sounds like Carpenter liked to use the same people. Probably one of the people that played Michael Myers, and I'm just not aware of it. Yeah, probably, or, or subbed in for Snake Plissken every now and then. Exactly. Michael John is the other stuntman, and he's worked on Deep Space Nine, Showgirls, because there were a lot of stunts in Showgirls. And the Leslie Nielsen oh, yeah. movie, Spy Hard. <laughs> so we literally go from Die Hard to Spy Hard. Right. There we go. Um, after Mark gets a pinch of the butt and the Countess leaves, we switch over to Mrs. Kendall preparing egg burgers, I'm assuming, because it looks like just hamburger patties as she's draining the blood. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure this scene probably horrifyingly disgusts you. I understand oh, no. you had to watch it for the podcast. It's okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> but she does I, the most, I, do, I definitely know the type, but can't say that's me. She definitely does the most disgusting thing probably in the entire movie, writing right up there with the gay rape shower scene. What is she doing without washing her hands? Oh. Yeah, she's just handling me. Oh, God, she handles the meat, then she grabs like a cookie. Ah. I'm watch I'm rewatching it like in real time right now. It's very gross. Exactly. Um uh, I love the hippo cookie co- cookie jar behind her. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, that's a solid cookie jar. But she definitely acts like a mom. You don't eat right and you're up all night. And then Mark's dad shows up. And then the movie ends. I mean, sorry, the 5 minutes ends as soon as Mark's yeah. dad is shown. 
uh, coming yeah. in. So that's a perfect way to end the end the episode. But we meet Mrs. Kendall. Mrs. Kendall happens to be played by da, 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 uh, Peggy Pope. Peggy Pope, who I'm assuming is probably not. Oh, she according to IMDb, she is still with us. She was born in 1929. Oh, gotcha. oh, I remember her now. She was Elvira in The Last Starfighter. Oh, nice. Yes. Amazing. And I actually know her as as uh, the office lush, later recovering alcoholic, Margaret Foster from 9 to 5. Right. I remember her from 9 to 5 as well. And I think I remember her as Mrs. David in the soap opera comedy Soap. Oh, that's right. that's a good one. She was also on the Twilight Zone remake TV series in the 80s. She was in an episode of ER. She was on Law & Order, because everyone's been on Law & Order. But yes, Everybody. I completely remember her as Elvira, not the Mistress of the Dark, and my good friend Cassandra Peterson, who you can listen to my interview with her on the Radio Horror YouTube <laughs> channel, just in case you're interested. Uh, Shameless but, plug, but perfectly done. Thank you, thank you. But she was also in The Substitute. Have you ever seen The Substitute? Oh, God. That is, that's a hard, that's an especially hard watch nowadays, but yes, I have seen it. I definitely think The Substitute is basically just like Dangerous Minds, but with a dude instead of a chick. Well, no, this, this is the thing. The Substitute movies are all about, like, where it's like, hey, I'm going to, where Dangerous Minds is definitely like, hey, white teacher's coming into rough black school. He's going to come do this. And now, this one is, he's, it's basically like the action movie version where I'm going to beat you all into submission <laughs> so you will act better. That's the There are, I think, four or five substitute movies, and they all follow that formula. Yikes. Um, yeah. What was the movie with Antonio Banderas who teaches children from the, um, you know, from the bad parts of town how to dance? Oh, that's uh, Edward James Elmos, who, and, and the, the movie is Stand... Not yeah, stand and deliver. Yes, stand and deliver. I believe yes, that's what it is. Stand and deliver, and it's about uh, a real guy who He's actually French. Ha- <laughs> hmm? The guy, the guy Antonio plays is actually French, but go on. Yeah, um, but yeah, so it's it's uh, Edward James Elmos uh, plays uh, Jaime Escalante, uh, who is a real math teacher at uh, James A. Garfield High School in East LA. And uh, so he taught his students, basically he taught them calculus and got them to pass the AP test. So that's, that's what that movie is. Ah, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, so that, one, that one's been parodied, I think, by others, but that's, like, that's one of the original, or, like, inspirational teacher movies, along with Lean on Me, which is by Morgan, stars Morgan Freeman. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, that's all the, minutes I, that's all the notes I have for these five minutes. <laughs> these, uh, these five minutes are... The second most entertaining, sorry, third most entertaining uh, five minutes of the entire movie behind the dance sequence and the uh, the big finale. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think the dance sequence or the big finale are almost tied for the best part of the movie. I think your preference is going to come down to whether you like dance sequences more than, <laughs> than, other, than other things. Uh, and we might actually have somebody from that dance sequence on the show with us if they get back to me. I gotta send a reminder email over and see. I'm still hoping to hear back from uh, the the uh, the World War Ace vampire as well as uh, whoever happens to own the Countess's mansion who runs RLJ Productions over there right now. That'll be cool. Yeah, definitely. 
You can find us on our social medias at the Vampire Movie Minute on both Facebook and Twitter, and on the Vampire. I'm sorry, on the uh, Minutes by uh, Movie by Minutes podcast group in our individual Twitters at Christy Sav. And I'm at Scott C. Danielson. And I'm pretty sure that this is still available from Screen Factory. If you want a Blu-ray HD transfer of the movie, go to ScreenFactory.com's website. However, they are having a huge clearance sale right now for stuff that is going out of print, and I don't remember if this is on there or not. So definitely head on over there, because there's a couple films over there I definitely need to snag before they go out. Um, Poltergeist 2 and 3, they've had on their site for years, and they're about to go out of print. Oh, wow. You know, it, it's Poltergeist. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. There's podcasts that talk about Poltergeist, so, you know, they're, <laughs> they're, they're decent movies, but, man, are they surrounded in controversy. <laughs> yes, they are. Definitely. Thank you, everybody. Catch you next time. What smells like shoe polish? Be quiet. We have a promo to do. I'm Jeff Ferry, and this is my hetero podcast mate, Chris Durkotch. We are the hosts of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We break down the Kevin Smith films featuring Jay and Silent Bob one minute at a time, starting with Clerks. I have a hockey game at 12. Chris, please. So if you've ever worked a dead-end job behind the counter discussing Star Wars while slinging coffee, nudie mags, and cigarettes... Cancer merchant! Cancer merchant! Settle down! Or if you ever leaned outside a convenience store, secretly hated all your customers, or closed your place of business to attend a funeral, you should join us at Jane Silent Bob Minute on DuelingGenre.com as we discuss the milkmaids, berserkers, and the significance of the number 37. In a row? Come for the clerks and stay for the rest of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute fun. Right, Chris? I'm not even supposed to be here today.